You've found a rhythm for your life that works for you. This world is bursting with possibilities. Its energy can be contagious. If you catch the bug, you want to jump out of bed each day and get busy. Not because you are run ragged by details, or because you are keeping the wolf from your door, but because you are in love with this fast life. At its best, modern life dazzles us, giving us a chance to get more done in a minute than we used to get done in a month. But if being busy keeps you from doing what matters most to you, or if it leads you to do things you deem unwise, like getting angry at a rotary telephone, then being busy is a problem. This discussion is about both the problem and the opportunity, where this peculiar life comes from, and how to turn it to your advantage. In order to make this crazy world work for you and not against you, you must decide what matters to you and to focus your attention on that. In days gone by, this was not nearly as difficult as it is today. That's because the selection was not nearly as broad, and the thieves of time, attention, and mental energy were not nearly as common or as clever as they are today. Today, these thieves have never had it so good. If you're not wise to their tricks, it is likely that they will run you faster and faster as they steal more and more of your time, attention, and energy, leaving you less and less for what you want to do. Being too busy, which can seem necessary and unavoidable, can become a habit so entrenched that it leads you to postpone or cut short what really matters to you, making you a slave to a lifestyle you don't like but can't escape. You can be so busy that you don't even take the time to decide what actually does matter most to you, let alone make the time to do it. Others created this lifestyle. It looked like the only way to go, the way of the future. What were you supposed to do, be a Luddite and refuse to buy a cell phone or a Blackberry? Not go wireless? Refuse to enroll your kids in soccer, violin, and SAT tutoring? Refuse to take on the added debt of the extra week of vacation your spouse and kids were counting on? Have simple birthday parties the way they used to in the 1950s and 1960s? Figure out a way to live with just one car or just two? Say no to braces for your daughter? Let your yard go to seed? Refuse to give your time to the cancer foundation your friend is heading up? Refuse to do the extra work your boss asks you to do because half your staff got laid off? What if you're next? Unaware of the hidden consequences, and without making a conscious decision to do so, soon you found that you and your family had joined right in. It happened slowly, over the past five to ten years. Had you known then what you know now, you might have done things differently. It reminds me of the story of frogs in water. If you put a frog in a pot of boiling water, he will try to jump out. But if you put a frog in a pot of cold water and heat it up slowly, you'll end up with a boiled frog. Someone turned up the burner on us in the mid-1990s. We're not boiled yet, but we're definitely feeling the heat. Before the water boils, it might be a good idea to jump out. Not jump out of modern life and head off to Walden Pond, though even there it swarms with busy tourists, but adjust the temperature yourself instead of letting some diabolical chef set it for you. The greatest damage from being too busy is that it prevents people from setting their own temperature, controlling their own lives. It does other harm as well, like increasing toxic stress, making people sick, causing accidents and errors, 
turning otherwise polite people rude, and reducing the general level of happiness in the population. But the greatest damage it does is that it keeps a person from what's most important. Being too busy is a persistent and pestering problem, one that is leading tens of millions of Americans to feel as if they were living in a swarm of gnats, constantly taking bites out of their lives. All the screaming and swatting in the world does not make them go away. It traps the best and brightest people in this country, if not the world. Legions of smart people everywhere feel overly busy. They rack their brains to find a better way, struggling to regain control of their lives. I want to explore this difficult and complex problem, offer some solutions that can work for you, and most important, prompt you to create your own solutions. Swirling around, swept into the air like dry leaves before a great storm, were tossed about by forces we invented but no longer control. The wind rules, picking us up and taking us where it blows. Busy, fast, wired, going who knows where. Welcome to our attention deficit world. In its energy, excitement, and excess, in its novelty, speed, chaos, and confusion, in its dust storm of data, in its creative spirit and freedom from convention, in its emphasis on adaptability and on the now, in its ever-changing nature, in its irreverence and incoherence, today's world looks much like another world I know well, the world of attention deficit disorder or ADD. ADD is a medical condition I've specialized in diagnosing and treating for the past 25 years. I have come to see it as a metaphor for modern life, offering a model as well as a guide for what's happening today in a world where we are living a kind of life never lived before. Once applicable only to a relative few, the symptoms of ADD now seem to describe just about everybody. People with untreated ADD rush around a lot, feel impatient wherever they are, they love speed, get frustrated easily, lose focus in the middle of a task or a conversation because some other thought catches their attention, bubble with energy but struggle to pay attention to one issue for more than a few seconds, talk fast or feel at a loss for words, often forget where they're going or what they're going to get, have bright ideas but can't implement them, fail to complete what they're doing, have many projects going simultaneously but chronically postpone completing them, make decisions impulsively because their brain circuitry is overloaded, feel they could do a lot more if they could just get it together, get angry easily when interrupted, feel powerless over the piles of stuff that surrounds them, resolve each day to do better tomorrow, and in general feel busy beyond belief, but not all that productive. Many people who do not have true ADD do have many of those symptoms these days. You might say they suffer from a severe case of modern life. The practical lessons I have learned from working in the world of ADD can be generalized into lessons about how to handle modern life. Many skills and techniques people use to manage ADD apply to today's busy world, helping a person take advantage of its opportunities while avoiding its peculiar new dangers. How many people feel too rushed to do what matters most to them? How many people feel in a hurry all day and into the night? How many people can't take the time to stop and think? People are trying to recapture their hold on life, to take back the time that's mysteriously been stolen from them, 
and to regain the control they've unintentionally given away. Paradoxically enough, it is in part the desire for control that has led people to lose it. Paradoxes abound in our busy new world. The control paradox is but one. By trying to control life as much as possible, you can run yourself ragged, losing control in the process. You can feel like a tin can surrounded by a circle of a hundred powerful magnets, pulled at once in every direction. You go nowhere, but instead spin faster and faster on your axis. In part, many people are excessively busy because they allow themselves to respond to every magnet, tracking too much data, processing too much information, answering to too many people, taking on too many tasks, all out of a sense that this is the way they must live in order to keep up and stay in control. But it's the magnets that now have the control. We have magnetized our electronic devices, to use the airline's term, our material possessions, our children's grades and even toys, our career goals, the laundry, the dentist appointment, the up-to-the-second news and expert advice, and even our vacations to such an extent that we have all but given away our free time, our time to do nothing but breathe in, breathe out, and feel the earth beneath our feet. We could take a lesson from that old rotary phone, not to bring back the good old days, but to keep the current days from stealing from us what's good. Modern life makes us feel as if we can be everywhere and do everything, and it gives us magical tools that heighten that illusion. Only when we accept that we can't track and control every variable do we finally give up trying. Then we can demagnetize the magnets surrounding us. The tin can can stop spinning. When we stop...